Father, your presence is welcome and necessary. Speak through me today. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. We're in day three of our fast. And um, I'm feeling incredibly blessed. Thanks to all those who have sent in your Kairos moments. Uh, your Yeah, your Kairos moments. Please, y'all, if you... I would love to share... Kairos moments on this podcast. So email me, Aaron at EasternFellowship.org as you're getting them. I would love, I'm the body would I'm sure love to hear what God is speaking to you, what God, what you're how you're seeing God move in ways that you might not have noticed had you not been paying close attention to those types of moments. So yeah, send those in. All right, let's jump right on into hear and obey. Uh, Remember from yesterday, we're going through the who, what, where, when, why, and how of hear and obey. The five W's and an H. Remember that from grammar school? I do. And yesterday we did the what. What's the what of hear and obey? Why are we going through this tool? Why are we harping on this so much? Well, the what is, hearing and obeying is the ability It's the ability to recognize the voice of God and to respond to it in faithful submission. Hearing and obeying is recognizing the voice of God and responding to it in faithful submission. One, we've got to be able to recognize when God is speaking to us. That means we're taking out all the background noise. Two, we're going to faithfully submit That's what the obedience part is about. We have to faithfully over and over and over and over again. That's what faithful means, over and over and over again. Faithfully submit. That means lay our will aside for the will of the Father. Sounds like so much fun. I'm so excited. Okay, here in Obey, we're going to talk about the why today. Why What's the why behind the hear, hear and obey? And David on Sunday talked to us about it being the birthright of every believer. Every believer every believer should want to hear the voice of God because it's your right. It belongs to you. Like, this is how God set this all up to work. And birthright might be a term that's unfamiliar for some of us. I remember the word birthright from... About uh, the Bible story of Jacob and Esau. So Jacob and Esau were twins, right? And Jacob was a trickster. In fact, that's what his name meant. And he ended up, long story short, because we don't have time to belabor the point going down this road. But long story short, he, by the time their father Isaac was getting ready to die and pass on everything that he owned, he was like, yo, I was the second born. They were twins, but Esau came out first. He was like, yo, I was a second born. I'm about to end up with nothing. And he tricked Esau into giving up his birthright. Esau was the eldest son. He tricked Esau into giving up his birthright. And Esau's birthright was to take possession of everything that Isaac had. So second kids, they they ain't really get much, if anything. First children, just by virtue of them being born first, got everything that they're fathers, firstborn sons, got everything that their fathers passed on to them. So that's the birthright. It's just something that you get because you were born. And I, and it's kind of like, so for example, when remember when you were a kid and 
uh, it would be summertime and your parents were at work and uh, you'd be like, you know, out and about. It was a different time back in the 90s slash early 2000s. So parents left their kids home by themselves during the summer and kids just went out and played and did things all day. But do you remember that I, we had, I had a rule that no kid can be in my parents' house but me when they weren't there. So that's like, it's a silly birthright thing. But because I was born into my parents' family, their house is my house. Whatever they have is mine. Whatever food they brought in, I could eat that too. So that's kind of like a smaller, much smaller version of birthright. So if it's the birthright of every believer to hear the voice of God, what are we talking about? What are we born into? Well, just like in John, Jesus says that um, every person has got to be born again, has got to be born of the water and the spirit. Um, Every believer has that experience. Once you decide to follow Jesus faithfully, you're born again into God's family. And from that moment, you have the right, you have access to the heart. You have access to the Father. You have access to he, to hearing what God is saying. That's the thing that was separating you before you were born again doesn't exist anymore. Jesus is covering that gap. And it's just, you've been reconciled to God. And it's your right to hear the Father. And that's incredibly exciting to me. Just like in any other family. Uh, we in the family of God have benefits and privileges for being in. We get direct access to God. And God is directly speaking to us all the time through his word, through other people, through a still small voice. Okay, so so that's the, that's I think that's a part of why, because it's our birthright. That's a part of why we should desire to hear the voice of God. But here's another here's another why, another part of the why. I think it's for our own good. I mean, I know it's for our own good that Jesus is making such a big deal about don't just be hearers, be doers also. We read uh, Matthew chapter 7 yesterday. We're going to read it again today. Not the whole thing, just verses 24 to 27. All right. Jesus says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Matthew 7, 24, 27. Y'all, it's for our own good that we're able to recognize the voice of God and then we obey it. It's for our own good. So those two bros that Jesus was just talking about, it was a wise dude and it was a foolish dude, right? They both built houses. They both were like, oh, look, I'm finna be... Protected, I'm finna build this beautiful like edifice, I'm finna da 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 this, that, and the third. But the difference is that the man that was building his house on the sand, he had it was it was built on pretense, it was built on religious 
pretense. It wasn't built on authentic submission, faithful submission to God's word, faithful submission to the word of God. Because look, y'all, in this story, the rains and the winds and the floods come for both of them. Just because the wise man was wise didn't mean that there wasn't rains and winds and floods. No, the rains, the winds, and the floods came, but only the man whose house had a sure foundation, who had done the hard work of digging deep into the ground and building a foundation that made sense, building a foundation that was going to be sure, that was the house that stood. So y'all, the same is true for us. This is why we need to hear and obey Because storms are going to come. Difficult situations are going to come. Trials, persecution, suffering, it's all going to happen. But if our house is built on shifting sand, it's going to come tumbling down. And it's just like I'm thinking about God is so gracious to make this such a big deal in the Bible. To make it such a big deal like, y'all, don't just listen to what I say. Do what I say, because he knows we're going to be out drifting like a ship without a sail. We would literally be driftwood. This, y'all, life comes at you fast, and it's true for everybody. Life comes at you so fast, and it's his desire, just like any good father, to see us weather the storms of life that come, to see us be successful, to see us unmovable, unshakable. That's what God once it, and, the, and the cool thing about it is he's given us all the tools. He's given us the supplies. He's given us the nails. He's given us the shovels. He's given us the the wood slash brick slash clay, whatever it is that we're using to build our house. He's given us the vinyl siding to build our homes. All we have to do is follow the instructions. But when we just glaze it, have y'all ever tried to build something from, I know Ikea is like the, um, like the poster child for hard to understand directions, but literally anything. There's some of us who read the directions and there's some of us who either ignore the instruction packet or just like glaze over it and just get to work. I have found that those that read the instructions tend to have more success in building a stable Um, piece of furniture than those who don't bother to read the instruction or just glance at them and think they can just figure it out. That's not the rule. I mean, that's, I think that's the rule there. I'm sure there are exceptions, but I mean, I don't know for the sake of my point right now, I think that there are some of us, there are some of us who just say, Oh yeah, I got this Christianity thing down pat. It's this, it's that without really paying attention to what God is saying without really paying attention to the heart of God, without really seeking the Lord while he may be found. We just read that in Isaiah 55 on the first day. And I think God is calling us to pay attention to him, to recognize his voice, listen, but also to be obedient, to be bold. And I I think it's going to be hard work. I'm sure, oh boy, uh, the wise man, when he was building his house, He might have looked at the foolish dude that threw his house together in, you know, six weeks and, you know, was living the life of Riley 
while the the wise man was still digging out his foundation and sweating and bleeding and, you know, toiling. I'm sure he looked at him. I'm sure the wise man looked at him and was like, dang, must be nice. But y'all, yo, let's not be pulled astray by what other folks is doing if they taking like this. They taking the easy way out. They're taking the short route. They're just going off of what they think religion or faithfulness or obedience should be. No, y'all, let's do what Pastor Don always says. Let's do the Bible. Let's faithfully submit to God's word. Let's faithfully submit to each other in these next 21 days. So, yes, that's the why for hear and obey. Why? Because it's the birthright of every believer. We should be listening for the voice of God because he's speaking to us. But also, it's for our own good. Our God is a good father. He's trustworthy. He's faithful. And he does not want us to fail. He does not want us to be driftwood. He wants us to be rooted and grounded, unshakable, unmovable. So that's why I think, I believe he's leading us into this time of pressing into hearing and obeying. Let me just pray. Father, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your spirit that leads, that guides, that convicts, that teaches, God. Lord, I pray. I thank you that we're spending time paying more attention to the spirit. Lord, I I pray that we would continue just in the next three weeks to be increasingly more yielded to you and to your spirit, God. That we would say yes to you and no to ourselves. That we would say yes to you and no to anything else that opposes you. God, I pray that we would put you first, not our own agendas, not what we want, not what we think, not our own visions, not our own dreams, but God, that we would put yours first. That we would be listening, that we'll be watching, that we that we will be paying attention to, seeing what dreams, what visions you're placing on our hearts for our families, for our church family. Lord, I pray that you just would stir us up. Lord, I pray that you would ignite us. Lord, it sounds cliche, but what isn't cliche to you, Lord? It sounds cliche, but Lord, I pray that you would light a fire in us under us, on us, betwixt us. Lord, I pray that we would hunger and thirst after righteousness, that our soul's desire would be to to know you more, that our heart's desire would be to let other people know how good and how great and how true and how loving and how mighty and how perfect and how faithful our God is. Lord, would you make that true for Lord, would you just awaken a sense, an awareness of you and your greatness in this body right now in the name of Jesus? You're forever glorified. You're forever exalted. We forever give your name, praise, honor, and glory. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. All right, you guys. Send me emails. Let me know um, about your Kairos moments. And we'll be talking about them in the next few days. Y'all pray for me because I'm going to Norway. I know y'all thought the podcast was over. And it should have been after I prayed. I meant to say this earlier. 
But I'm going to Norway on Wednesday. So today, Wednesday, if y'all are listening on Wednesday, uh, pray safe travels for me. I'm still going to be podcasting while I'm in Norway. You can't get away from me. Um, yeah, pray safe journeys. All right. Love y'all. Enjoy day three.